Welcome to the first episode of Anime Almanac. It's your boy, Ray, a.k.a. the Anime Almanac, a.k.a. the Manga Manifesto, a.k.a. Young Cup Noodles, a.k.a. Nah, I'm just playing. This isn't Jesus Amiro. So, I'm glad you guys decided to join me today. Right now, I'm about to break down Ray's Anime Almanac. If you couldn't tell by the name, it's going to be about anime, and the almanac portion means manga. This podcast and its goal is just to bring the anime manga community closer because a lot of people like to just pick anime or manga, but you can't have one without the other. So one episode at a time, hopefully, you know, we'll all be a little buddy-buddy. It's something I'm super fond of since the genre itself raised me pretty much. I learned so many life lessons from anime and look how I turned out. I hope you all enjoy what I have to talk about. So I'll be having some guests... I'm the only regular on the show, because, you know, it is Ray's Anime Almanac. I apologize if I'm saying this too much, but the name is kind of cool. Some weeks, it'll just be me. Sometimes, I'll have more than one guest, you know, because running a podcast by yourself can get a little boring, so I do want to try and make it interesting for the viewers and the readers and the listeners. You know, we got to be inclusive. I'm not ableist. So... That's pretty much the layout of the podcast. The first half, I'm going to talk about anime. The second half, I'm going to talk about manga. In between, I might go off on tangents. Who knows? I mean, it's a podcast. Hopefully you guys listen. There will be episodes dropping on YouTube, so look out for those. I will be recording, and I'll also have some shorts, you know, some comedy skits, etc. So make sure you guys follow the YouTube as well. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Anime Almanac at Almanac Anime. I appreciate you guys. And if you made it this far, let's get it popping. Let's get right into it. So basically, this first episode is going to be a recap of the previous season of anime. If you did not know, anime happens seasonally. So each of the four seasons, spring, fall, summer, winter all that good stuff you get a bunch of new shows that drop and we all consume it it trends on twitter you know like attack on titan and whatnot and then people go and talk about it and that's pretty much how we get new seasons or if the manga selling really well we get more chapters so let's get right into it we're gonna go right into last season next episode i will try to touch on the new season because we're almost halfway into it so Without further ado, this season's top five notable anime, and I'm not including continuations. First off, we're going to have VV's Fluorite Eye Song, you know, got some big names on there. If you haven't watched ReZero, which I recommend you do, the ReZero studio has animated that. VV, pretty much, she's an autonomous android. And she gets visited by a cyborg from the future, and she has to stop an apocalypse. Yep, this sounds a little familiar. Like some Ghost in the Shell, a little bit some Terminator. It's oddly like Ghost in the Shell, but I don't want to say that because it essentially sells the writing short. It's a very intimate and personal anime that delivers on the action end, so... The visuals are just super visceral. It's beautiful to look at. The action is crazy. Vivi got hands. She be kicking people like judo. It's really insane. 
she's a great character to look at. And even though she's a cyborg, she's super personable. And you really get to go see her growth as she's going through all this time stuff, trying to fix the timeline or fix the future. And you start to fall in love with the characters. It's really cool. I really appreciate that anime. Next, we got Don't Toy With Me, Nagataro-san. This is basically an anime for, you know, guys who want girls to step on them. I mean, to each their own. But, hey, she's black. So, I mean, or she's dark-skinned. Let me, let me rephrase that. So, it seemed kind of cool. I watched the first episode, and it's a little strange. I'm not going to hold you. It's only strange because she picks on this dude a lot. It's pretty crazy. And it's actually kind of funny. I'm not going to hold you. And, you know, I lived in New York for a little bit. So if I say I'm not going to hold you a lot, please bear with me. And it's sort of funny. It got some neat sakuga. If you don't know what sakuga means, it means brief moments in anime where the animation is on 10,000. It got some dope sakuga scenes. But it's basically your general skit-based romance anime. It's not really about anything. It just follows these two kids in high school. They meet each other. This dude paints. She walks into the room. She's like, oh, you paint. He's like, yeah. And then she just proceeds to stomp him out. Nah, I'm playing. But that's pretty much how it goes. So if you're into girls being mean, I suggest you check that out. Next, we got, you know, one of my favorites. I don't mean to be biased, but we got Tokyo Revengers. This, by far, is probably one of the best new-gen anime that came out in the last season. It's insane. And if you've watched and enjoyed Erased, it's sort of similar, but with a delinquent gang touch. You know, they be fighting. They be throwing hands. Sometimes people get jumped. I mean, you know, mob mentality. Then you'll love Tokyo Revengers. It's pretty much about this one guy named Takamichi. You know, he's your run-of-the-muck, you know, little store guy. He works in a movie store. But then one day, he gets pushed in front of a train. And then next thing you know, he wakes up, and he's a middle schooler again. And pretty much you follow Takamichi's journey throughout his life and figure out how and why this happened and why bad things keep happening to him. He's really trying to repair his, his past so he can fix his future. It's really cool spin on the time jump genre. So it's different. You should give it a shot. Next, we got To Your Eternity. You know, if you like to be sad, this anime is for you. Nah, I'm playing. But the first episode is a little gut-wrenching to start off the show. It's pretty much about the mystery of the human condition and how we all become human. So basically... This is how it starts off. This guy, well, he's not even a guy. He's just an entity. He gets brought to Earth and becomes like a rock. It's really crazy. Over time, he's not a rock anymore. He eventually becomes a wolf. Now, bear with me. I'm not going to spoil the episode, but this wolf becomes a very dynamic character. And the way he becomes a human and makes all these friendships and meets all these people, it's very, very heartwarming. And the episodes just get better and better. I promise you, To Your Eternity is something you should have on your list. Now, finally, I mentioned a lot of good bangers, but I gotta mention Odd Taxi. 
Now, imagine B-Stars, but masterfully woven into an anime that brings together a city sonder. And, if you don't know what sonder means, because you know this is Anime Almanac, I gotta break it down. Sonder pretty much is the belief and knowledge that us as people, we all are experiencing something totally different in our everyday lives, and you just gotta take that with a grain of salt. Now, back to the anime. So, Odd Taxi is really weird because it's basically about this, I think he's a walrus? And he's pretty much a taxi driver. And a bunch of weird stuff just happens to him, like people hop in and out of his car, cops try and interview him to figure out what's going on. And then it eventually turns into a mystery show. It's pretty dope. You think it's about nothing until it just keeps getting woven into each other. Each episode just makes it so much better. And I know that might not be enough to get you to watch Odd Taxi, but I promise you the ending is worth it. A hundred percent. Especially if you watch Beastars. Like, if you watch Beastars, just give it a shot. You might as well. And now, since I do not have a guest, we are going to just jump straight into the top five manga you should read right now. We are now into the manga portion. And after I list the top five manga, there will be minor spoilers. Because I have read everything I recommend to you guys. I would never blindly tell you to just read something. But I will try not to spoil it. And also, before I jump into it, let me just give you guys the anime recommendation of the week. So that way I don't spoil anything for you guys. This anime is pretty sad. But it's beautiful at the same time. It follows Toru. She's a girl who lives in a small town. She's homeless, um, and she meets these two guys. These two guys can turn into animals. Pretty crazy. It's pretty much a show about the Zodiac, and the people she meets are part of this family of humans that can turn into animals when they are touched by the opposite gender. It's pretty cool, pretty strange, but it's beautifully heartwarming at times, but also heartbreaking. Fruits Basket is a 10 out of 10. Please watch the new version if you get a chance. You can also watch the old version, but the new version adapted the entire manga and did it masterfully. So please tap into that. All right. Now we're just going to jump straight into the manga portion. Spoiler warning has been given. Now, the top five manga you should be reading right now. Tokyo Revengers. The season's about to end, so after you might as well just hop on, you know, help the manga sales, and then we'll definitely get a second season. It's just, it's that amazing. The manga is even better than the anime. Sometimes that's not the case, but for this, it definitely is. Next, we got Togen Anki. Togen Anki is pretty much a story about Onis and their perspective battle that they wage against this other race of people the onis pretty much are the black sheep of society but they have a power which is feared by men which is why they're the black sheep of society they are capable of manipulating their blood yeah i know sounds kind of strange right but 
when you read that first chapter and you see this guy use his blood to, you know, make some chainsaws, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. So I definitely recommend you guys tap into that. Next, we got Record of Ragnarok. Now, if you guys saw the anime that was on Netflix, I apologize. It was not that good. It looked like a slideshow. But the manga is 1,000 times better. Record of Ragnarok has some of the best fights that I've seen in manga recently, and it just keeps getting better. And just so you know what it's about, because, you know, I can't leave that out. It's pretty much about these people fighting for the sake of humanity. But the people are historic people of history. So imagine, you know, Apple. I mean, I apologize. Adam from the Garden of Eden. And characters like Lu Bu of Chinese folktale. And people like that. Or Jack the Ripper. It gets pretty crazy. And they have to fight gods. Now, I know what you're thinking. They have to fight gods. How can they win? Seems pretty one-sided to me. There are Valkyries that are assisting them because the whole reason they're fighting is because these people, which are the gods, they get mad at the humans because, you know, the humans are, like, messing up the earth and stuff. They're like, okay, let's restart. The Valkyries are pretty much like, no, no, the humans, they're all good people. We should give faith in them for another hundred or thousand years. So they call out, they call out Odin. And they're like, okay, so can we use your claws? And there's a clause in their rule book that states if they fight with a, I believe, five on five or 10 on 10 matches, and they win more than half, they get to live for another thousand years. And that's pretty tight, because then you get to call upon all these amazing warriors throughout history, and then you get a history lesson, and then you get a history lesson from mythology, which is insane, and then they fight. But the way that they get a competitive edge is pretty much, you know, the Valkyries are out here turning themselves into weapons. I know that sounds kind of soul-eatery, but... It's awesome. The fights are insane. You get really into it. Just wait till you meet my guy, Buddha. He's one of my favorite characters. I'm going to just leave it at that. I already gave away too much. Next, we got Blue Lock. Probably one of the best soccer manga that's out right now. If you watched Haikyuu, you'll definitely like Blue Lock. If you watched Slam Dunk, you'll definitely like Blue Lock. If you watched any sport anime or read any sport manga, you'll probably like Blue Lock. It's not for everybody because the story is, it has its ups and downs, but the art style is pretty crazy. And the way that they go about playing soccer, insane. So pretty much, it's almost, it has a boarding school vibe. Like all these kids who are like the best soccer players from Japan and its neighboring countries, they go to one place and they're trying to play soccer and they just got to win. These kids have dog mentalities, and they're some of the best soccer players I've seen on manga. It's pretty crazy. Now, last but not least, this is a manhwa, so it doesn't really count. But you should read solo leveling. Now, before I describe what solo leveling is, I got to tell you what a manhwa is. If you've seen Tower of God, or if you've seen God of High School, 
I know, right? The source material pretty much sounds the same for a lot of these. Read, so manhwa is just the Korean genre of manga. And usually manhwa is, you know, colored. The art style is a bit less detailed because the color does pick up a lot of the slack where sometimes detailing can, like, make or break the manga. But manhwa is just, you know, the pacing's different. The paneling is different, too. Because usually in manga, you read right to left. In manhwa, you read, like, like you just keep scrolling down. The panels are just, it looks like a racetrack or something. It's pretty crazy. But solo leveling is one of the greatest manhwa I've read. Now, I've read Tower of God. I've read... God of High School, I've read a few other manhwas that are pretty good, but solo leveling handles the action genre so well that there are so many other manhwas that copy solo leveling. They're all about the same thing. It's like reading solo leveling B, C, D, E. Pretty crazy. Sung Jin Woo is pretty much an adventurer. And the way you like make money in this world, these gates open up on Earth, and you have to vanquish creatures to close the gates. You have ranks A through S, my apologies, E through S, and the strongest people, you know, they don't go through the strongest gates. The gates have rankings too, but Sung Jin Woo, they all go into, I believe it's a C rank gate, but everything gets crazy. The gate changes. I'm going to just let you know, once you make it past the slow parts, the manhwa just gets better and better. I call them Sung Jesus Woo. That's all I'm going to say. Sung Jin Woo is one of the most dynamic, powerful characters I've read about in a while. This is how crazy the manhwa is. Someone just put me on about a month or two ago. I binged it in four days. There's about like 200 chapters. Crazy. Really crazy. And that's all of my manga recommendations for you guys. And now... I believe we're done. Actually, no, nah, I'm not. We're not done yet. <laughs> Lastly, but not least, another manga recommendation I got to shoot you guys will be the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Because even though I said top five, I got to throw the Four Horsemen in there. Because if you like Seven Deadly Sins, the Four Horsemen just started. There's only about like maybe 20 chapters. Perfect time to pick it up. You guys really should tap into it. It's amazing. The characters are super likable. It really reminds you of Meliodas a little bit. But the characters have their own just pizzazz to them and their own powers that make it very interesting. And that's pretty much the first episode of Anime Almanac. Thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, like I said, please follow the Instagram. The Instagram is anime.almanac, you know, at anime.almanac. And the Twitter is Almanac Anime. I will be tweeting on there very, very soon. And I'm going to drop YouTube episodes very, very soon. This first episode is going to drop in August. Every episode is going to drop weekly. And on YouTube, I will be dropping 10 to 20 minute shorts for specific manga and anime. I'm just going to give you the whole breakdown, why you should watch it in the first half. The second half, I'm going to get into it and just tell you guys why I call myself the Anime Almanac. I appreciate you guys for listening. 
Thank you for joining. I hope you have a great rest of your day or the beginning of your day. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Stay great. Stay lovely. Stay beautiful. Love and light. Ray out.